You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast, an exclusive look at who's doing business right. He's your favorite brand correspondent with more tweets than the Bible's got Psalms. Here's your host, Vincenzo Landino. Welcome to the Marketing Update with Vincenzo Landino, and this is the Brand Boost Podcast. Joining me today is Alexa Carlin from sunny Florida. I'm watching the rain outside and she's got the sun in the background. What's going on, Alexa? Hi, I'm so glad to be here. What? Uh, so introduce yourself. So uh, before I introduce Alexa, actually, I want to say this is the first marketing update episode. Uh, this episode is geared toward bringing you the latest in news out there in the marketing world uh, with a little bit of commentary for your short, quick commute on Friday. And Alexa's going to help me out today. I hope to have her on more often. Uh, but introduce yourself, Alexa. What do you do? And, and let, our, let the audience know where they can find you as well. Yeah. So uh, my name is Alexa Carlin, Alexa Rose Carlin on social media. Uh, I am a speaker, author, and entrepreneur. I started a nonprofit called Hello Perfect. And I've built my company, well, I started my first company in high school, but I built all of my companies on social media alone with very limited funds. So I'm really into uh, the power of social media and how you can really make a huge impact in the lives of others just from your own house. Yeah. And uh, she's being modest. She's an amazing live streamer and live streaming strategist. So be sure to download Periscope if you don't have it already, the app, and check out her morning motivation every day at 10 a.m. Uh, let's just jump into something. I was reading an article in Marketing Land about um, holiday e-commerce, and this struck me because you know I'm already seeing Christmas lights going up, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. So I started this article struck me as uh, as pretty interesting, but. Yeah, I was at Starbucks yesterday, yeah. and it's Christmas music. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and people are complaining about red cups, but... I know. Yeah. <gasps> uh, no, the study was said that Cyber Monday is actually not no longer the pinnacle of online demand, and Black Friday is actually just as important, if not has more traffic than than Cyber Monday because of mobile. And uh, what do you... I don't know. What do you think? Do you use your mobile phone? I mean... I don't go shopping. I barely go shopping at all. I'm sure you shop more than I do. <laughs> yeah, well, you go actually, shopping on Black Friday? I, it has always been a tradition where me and my mom would wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the mall and experience Black Friday just for the fun of it. But it really has changed over the years since I'm a little girl because of e-commerce and online shopping. And the thing about it is you more – you can find better deals online than you can in store a lot of the times. And even like you said, on Black Friday, you before while you're standing in line to go purchase an item, every single store, I'm on my phone checking out the coupon so I can use it at the cash register. So now you can really you don't you don't have to deal with all the crowds when you can get the same deal or better online on Black Friday. You don't even have to wait till Cyber Monday. Well, uh, so the article mentioned that sales on mobile, right in line with what you said, have hit record numbers. And sales from smartphones and tablets were actually uh, 32% of e-commerce sales on Black Friday were made on a mobile device. Wow. Like 32%. I mean, I, I can't even fathom that because of the amount of people. So where, like, where are all these people 
why are you rushing to the store? I mean, everyone should just buy online anyway. Like you said, there's better deals regardless. Um, this is this is huge for retailers, though. This is uh, to me, this is screaming. You know, you need to bolster your online presence. You need to bolster your e-commerce presence. You need to um, make sure you have things in place like uh, you know a solid shopping cart that can handle this type of traffic. Uh, I don't see, and you know what. Maybe mom and pop stores are going to have problems with this, but any major retailer should be jumping all over uh, sales, coupons, email, whatever it may be, to crush the online. Um, there was also another stat in there that said online sales from mass retailers on Black Friday in 2014 were 275% higher than non-holiday periods. Wow. So it it was almost as if people... And, and that to me, that says that people are actually going online on Black Friday to shop because they don't want to go in the stores anymore. They don't want to bother. So they would rather take Black Friday, sit behind their computer and shop. I mean, I think it's absolutely, it's mind-blowing. When, you guys can't see my face, but I have this mind-blowing face right now. Um, when I was in college, every one of my friends was like, I can't wait till Black Friday and Cyber Monday. They would, yes, get on their computer and just shop for themselves and it was the thing to do, especially when you're in an area that, that they, you don't have all of those major stores that you want to go to. Like when I was traveling uh, this past summer to different small towns like down in Arizona area, um, they don't have all of these stores. I'm like, where do you buy your clothes from? And they're like, online. And so that's another thing to think about that people kind of forget, especially when you live in a big city or, for example, South Florida, we have everything. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, I'm in the Northeast, so I'm pretty pretty close to everything as well. But I can imagine, you know, I can imagine those that don't have access to stores. How e- you know, it's become so much easier. The world is at your fingertips now, and and so, yeah, I thought that was a great story. So retailers, take note. Uh, anybody that's selling any type of product, take note of Black Friday. Uh, also, the article mentioned Bounce Back Tuesday, the day after Cyber Monday was another huge day. So it's it's looking like right after Thanksgiving, you know, the online mobile uh, shopping is just going through the roof. And it, it looks like it sustains for about five days or so. Um, if Again, if you are an online retailer or if you're, a, if you're a brick and mortar retailer, take note, make sure you're taking advantage of, you know, those five or six days right around uh, Thanksgiving. And make sure that your website is mobile optimized oh, yeah. and... And works well because that's the screen that everybody's looking at. Oh, for sure. I try to. I actually. I, I go to Amazon often, and I do it from my phone. Um, I'm I'm rarely shopping on my desktop. And like you said, it's usually when I'm in another store and I see something, and then I find it cheaper. I'll just buy it right from my phone when I'm in another store. I don't know if that's. I'd, I'd love to see that study if they can somehow find that out. But that I'd, like that's that's how I do it. Yeah, well, a lot of times my mom, if she sees it um, as at a competitor uh, store on on the phone, she'll show the cash register and say, "Can you match this price?" <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times it works; they match the price, and because you're already there in store, and then you get it so um, right then and there. So that's another uh, thing to think about. That's crazy. That's uh, well, there you go. That that's that's how <laughs> that's how people are shopping nowadays. Um, all right. What uh, I know, we had another, or I think you had something you wanted to. Uh, you saw something in the news this week. Yeah. So uh, Facebook just came out with a new app called Notify, 
And as we know, everybody, everybody is getting tons and tons of notifications on their phone. And you can set which apps give you notifications and which don't. But, you know, with the live streaming, uh, with that whole area rising, we, we want our news now. We, we're the, this generation is all about being the first to know everything. So I think this is what this app is trying to accomplish. No, with Notify, you get to pick what stations they call them um, in a variety of categories where you get notified. So if you're a sports fan or if you want to know about the weather, you can choose to get notified by news in those categories. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I downloaded it yesterday when it launched and I got a couple notifications today from a few of the channels that I wanted to see and it was nice and clean. I mean, I'd love to see more articles from it as opposed to just a few, but it's definitely a start uh, in the right direction. And again, people are going to say, well, Facebook, it's Facebook. But I mean, who better to give you this data than Facebook? Um, that, that's the way I'm looking at it. But you're right. It does have plenty of, of channels or stations that you can choose from. But what I like, too, is that you can customize it. So uh, I'm going to go to back to Twitter for a second. They launched their moments. They have their moments section, which is completely uncustomizable for the user it kind of force feeds you whatever they want you to see in the moments well Facebook is saying okay hey we'll one-up you we're gonna give you whatever you want to see uh, okay quick what do you think implications are for those companies or brands that can now uh, be selected as a as a source well I think if you think back to snapchat when they launched their story uh, board with with brands. So now brands started to create these short news stories for Snapchat. So I think that's where brands are going to um, have to go with this if it does rise to that level um, to create those short news uh, stories for people to get notified about. Yeah, and I, I noticed that it also takes you to the source itself, which is very odd for Facebook. It doesn't bring you to Facebook. It brings you to that Which source. I think is better, which I think people are going to like. Oh, of course. I mean, I think for advertisers, they're going to say, hey, I want to be on this or, or uh, brands are going to create content for Facebook and say, hey, you know what? Facebook's on our side. They're pushing, they're pushing uh, traffic to us uh, as opposed to taking it from us. So this is huge all around, whether it's breaking news from CNN or, you know, if you want the 10 best dressed from Vogue or like you said, sports or weather, you know, Facebook saying, hey, we will be your partner. We're going to send you traffic. Advertise with us. Um, huge, huge, huge app. I, I like it so far. Again, I've only played around with it for a total of 24 hours, but I think it's pretty cool. Uh, so give that a shot for sure. Um, all right, this is a fun little article I found. I was actually reading Adweek. I, uh, I had a speaking engagement in New York City, and they gave me a complimentary copy in my speaker bag of um, of Adweek. And I was looking through it, and I noticed on page 44, uh, they had Nutella. Have you had Nutella before? Yes, I've had Nutella. Who hasn't? <laughs> um, so true. Nutella, is, it's been something I've eaten since. So Nutella came to the United States in 1983, and I was, uh, I was born in 1985, so I had Nutella since I was born. Um, <laughs> but what I, so I found a couple things interesting in this article, and they call it a cult 
almost like a cult brand. And the reason for that is because of the very, very little marketing they do in terms of ad spend. I want to say, and it's not in this article, it was another article I read, that they're spending somewhere around like $400,000, I think, in, in media, but yet they are crushing it and they are in 160 countries. And in 160 countries, they're eating 365 million kilos of Nutella. That's a lot of Nutella. <laughs> That's the weight of the Empire State Building yearly. Oh, my God. Yearly. Um, but it's pretty cool because in, in, um, in the article, it says that the addictive combination of cocoa and hazelnut, and it's the idea that chocolate is acceptable for breakfast, right? So here's a brand, and, and listen, I love, the, I love Nutella. I know it's not the healthiest thing in the world at all, but um, I love it. What really strikes me is, and I, you know, I, I never looked at it this way until I read this. It kind of opened my eyes to it, but they're making chocolate acceptable for breakfast. Like It's almost a, such a simple marketing concept that... I almost feel weird even saying it as if it's a novel idea, but it really is. Like, I, what other? I mean, we see it with cereals, right? Like Cookie Crisp and Tricks. You feel like you're eating a dessert. Tricks, right. is it Tricks, the one with the mush, the little marshmallows in it. Lucky, Char no, Lucky that, Charms. No, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Lucky Charms. You feel like you're eating something like desserty for breakfast. Like, ooh, this is not supposed to happen, but I'm doing it. Um, I mean, oh, I spread it on everything. I could spread. I could eat <laughs> Nutella on on literally everything. The first time I had it was when I was in Europe and. It's all over in Europe and I was at a hotel and they had these tiny packages like how you would have jelly, you know, when you go to like a bagel place and yeah, they yeah. have jelly at the table. They have that for Nutella. And so that was the first time I had it for breakfast. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> and uh, people here in the United States, I know they eat it for every meal. Like it's not they don't just eat it for breakfast. I, I go to um, I've been to Italy in New York City and they have a Nutella bar where people actually eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and like wow. all around the clock. Again, the reason why I'm bringing this up for the sake of the marketing update is because creating a cult brand like this, I don't think happens by accident, but I also think that there is less thought process that goes into it than some others may think. Like, I don't think a brand can go in and say, I want to create a cult brand. Mm -hmm. uh, well, go ahead. Were you gonna, were, did you have a thought on that? Yeah, it's not that you, you can't go in and say, like, I'm going to create a cult yeah. when, when you're doing your marketing, but you understand uh, people's habits. And, you know, people love to have toast in the morning. So they started off with the slogan, I think it was, a delight to spread on bread. And it spreads really easily on bread. So, uh, and then also they tapped into the healthy uh you know, marketing um, <laughs> plan of that, saying that it's it's healthy and it's not chocolate. So that's everything what customers want. And I think that's how you gain that following and you, the loyal customers and they keep on buying it and then they tell their friends about it and then yeah. they tell their friends about it. And then social media happens and it explodes. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future. And I've watched a lot of documentaries this year on it because it was the Back to the Future year. And... Everything that they say is that we had no idea. Like, we didn't know that we were creating this fantastic movie. It just it caught that cult following. And it's like this huge success, you know, retail success. And the same thing with brands. You know, you don't go into it. But, but 
you don't go into it thinking that. But when you just create a great product, and this is what it comes down to at the at the end of the day, create a great product, and like you said, pay attention to what your customers want, and then and then that's it. like that's the best way of of doing it. You you can't set out to do it to create this cult following, but you can come really close if you just follow very few guidelines. You know, sometimes overthinking it is what kills you. Yeah, um, but a long time ago, or you know, a couple years ago, when social media wasn't around it was very hard to tap into the mindset of your customers. Now it's so easy, easy, especially with, you know, Periscope and live streaming. I can ask my followers and so can any brand, Hey, which color do you like? Or what would you like this to look like? Or what are you, what are you dying for? Like you can tap into the minds of your customers and then see how to market things differently to attract their attention. Yeah, and and also I think reducing you know reducing that media spend is huge for a lot of brands. So huge example here, Nutella. Love you guys. If you're listening, you can send me plenty of it. I will gladly <laughs> eat it. Uh, Alexa, thank you for joining me. That was fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I appreciate your time, guys. This has been the marketing update from Brand Boost Podcast with Vincenzo Landino. Joining me today, my special co-host was Alexa Rose Carlin, uh, at Alexa Rose Carlin on the social media sphere. Follow her on Periscope, like I said. Uh, an amazing live speaker, uh, live streamer and speaker. Uh, and until next time, ciao. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost Podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.